What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource, it's Dr. Brady with back with another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. Um, this week's guest, we have Dr. Amber Kreidler in Erie, Pennsylvania. So thanks for joining us, Dr. Kreidler. I'm happy to be here. All right, let's get started right away. First question, give us a little intro about yourself, who you are, where you where you came from, from the chiropractic world. How did you come to HealthSource? Whatever you want to share. So I am HealthSource Chiropractic of Erie. I am about an hour and 40 minutes west of uh, corporate, actually, uh, right along the lake. And I originally, so I'm, I'm from a small town in rural western Pennsylvania. Um, my background is actually kind of vanilla. I knew that I was going to go into chiropractic. I had pre-chiropractic concentration in undergrad. Um, I stuck with it because it was something that was, not only did I see it making a difference in people's lives, but it worked on a personality level because um, I couldn't see myself in a clinical setting where I wasn't allowed to be a little more boisterous, I guess we should say. Um, but anyway, I ended up in Palmer Chiropractic, Florida, which is a fantastic chiropractic college. Um, love my alma mater. I came back up to Erie because this is where my husband's family is from. Um, I worked for uh, an office that was a high volume clinic as an associate for about four years. Um, they were ran by another management company. So I I won't mention any names, but it wasn't the greatest experience. So I was kind of disenchanted with management companies for a while. I knew I wanted to be my own boss. Um, I really didn't know how to run a business. So I was trying to find a workaround for the whole management company thing. Um, and then I was introducing house source, which I don't know. Do you remember Dr. T's book, The, the mm -hmm. Ultimate Practice? Yeah, I read that actually. And um, I saw that the model was very patient centric. So, which is refreshing because that was not my experience. It was how many visits does your insurance cover? And let's make sure the treatment plan reflects that. Yep. I mean, and just completely honest, without it being said, that's what it was. So um, I went to Discovery Day. Um, I actually went to HSU before I even opened my office, probably a little too long before because I'll tell you what, I made every mistake in the book when I first ended up opening my office. Um, it, it was good though, because you learn from those mistakes that you make. So I actually technically opened in November, 2015, but I like to call my real opening when I re uh, relocated to this office in uh, August, 2018. So it's been really great, actually. It's funny because you would think with all the the mistakes and the things I was doing in the beginning that I would be um, feel differently, but I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful to be part of HealthSource. It's, it's been an awesome experience. Cool. Um, you know, it, I, and I and I like this because yeah, you've you've opened up several years ago, but you've constantly just kept pushing and pushing, and it was difficult. I mean, in the early days, yeah. you know, it was a struggle, and you're finally seeing all of that hard work starting to pay off and your clinic is now just growing and growing and you're setting new records and yeah. which is just awesome that you just kept digging and pushing and scratching and for sure scratching is a good word 
heard. We were scrappy and just didn't take no for an answer. So it's, it's been rewarding. So what do you do? What do you, what do you say? I don't know how saturated the chiropractic environment is in your area with where you're at, but, um, you know, tell us a little bit about that. And what do you say to people to, to set yourself apart you know, from other chiropractors? Do you have something unique or different or yeah. something that you really actively, you know, use as a differentiator in your area? So I actually joke that there is a church, a bar and a chiropractor on every corner in the area because we really are pretty saturated. Um, but that doesn't mean that there's not enough, you know, potentially patients for everybody in town. Um, so we've never had a scarcity mindset as an office as far as that goes. Um, definitely one of the things that sets us apart is a common theme with whenever you do these podcasts and interviews, we really make sure to go the extra mile to make sure the patient knows that we're paying attention, we're listening. Um, you know, if they come in and they have a new haircut or, you know, we remember that they got a new puppy, we ask about it, things like that. Um, but I actually like to kind of have the welcome to Moe's philosophy whenever a patient comes in my room. Do you have Moe's around you? No. No? Okay. So Moe's is a uh, Mexican-American um, chain. And when you walk through restaurants, mm -hmm. and when you walk through the door, um, the people that work there always say, welcome to Moe's. They get excited to see you. So I kind of try and do that whenever a patient comes into my treatment room. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see you, right? How are you doing? Um, so that patients really do respond well to that, especially right now, whenever the tone has been kind of negative. So anyway, that's something that I like to do. Um, and honestly, I'm not just saying this because I'm being interviewed by you. We have 4.0 is so good. I no, I'm not just saying that. So I just realized the other day, I had no idea that if when you're putting a plan together, and you hover over the exercise, it tells you what failed test the patient had. I don't know how I missed that in training, um, but it's so great whenever a patient comes into your office and you take exam and you tell them that you're gonna sit down at the end of the day and you're gonna look over their findings and you're gonna see what you can do to correct their problem. And then they come back and they have this truly unique treatment plan. And, um, and rehab plan for them. And it's really cool to be able to print that out now. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys got that feature because patients love it. Um, so it, even if there's a slight variation between what they're on the floor doing and someone else, um, they feel really taken care of. They feel like an individual, they don't feel like a number. So that that's really been uh, something that differentiates us from other chiropractors that maybe do do rehab in areas. Um, because there are, it's I'd say the majority are people that are just in and out, but there are some other offices that, that do do rehab. So that makes us unique for sure. No, it's, it, you know, part of it was the having that unique treatment plan, but the other part was the confidence that comes along with having that unique treatment plan that you can say, hey, there's a purpose for every corrective activity that you're doing. It's not just an arbitrary, like, hey, this is just good for the general public. So we're just building into your plan. This mm -hmm. is specific to you. It's just up to you to determine which have the greatest priority or the greatest need for that patient right now, because sometimes the list is a little exhaustive. So yeah. you have to say, well, I want to start with this area of the body. Or I want to start with this, but they're all still, you know, pertinent to that patient's movement. So yeah, you know, yeah. that's awesome. I'm, I know it. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not trying to kiss about or anything like that, but it, it, really yeah, it works. It works. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, 
I always like to ask people about some things that, you know, you've still struggled with implementing, whether it's something at the a health source system or you personally. So, uh, you know, share with us just a little bit about your journey and what are some things that you've, you know, I would say you've accomplished a lot. You're still taking on new things. You're yeah. still, I mean, even just a couple of weeks ago, you sent me an ROF video and just said, Hey, what can I do better? How can I improve my communication? And, you know, which was awesome. And there was very few things. I mean, I had to get pretty nitty gritty just to come up with something, but just the fact that you're still coming up with things, what's something that you're still on your target to correct or improve in your class? Yeah. So I'm really, really committed to what you just talked about with things like sending an ROF and getting um, constructive criticism, because what I realized, you know, hindsight's always 2020. looking back at when I started my office, um, I had an ego problem, and which sounds really weird because it wasn't an ego problem because I was so successful. It was an ego problem because I was so embarrassed and hated being a beginner and didn't want to see other people to see me struggle and roll their eyes at, oh my gosh, what all this information is here. Why isn't she just doing it? So what ended up happening was um, I kind of swallowed my pride. And at the beginning of last year, I was invited to be part of Mastermind, which I gotta tell you, I mulled over that. I did not jump into that quickly. I wasn't like, all right, this is great. I was thinking like, oh no, now everybody's gonna see everything. But like Dr. T always says, and you know, he's got a lot of wisdom if you, you know, are willing to listen, um, where he says you've got to get uncomfortable. So I was misinterpreting as, well, I'm struggling, so I'm uncomfortable all the time. I'm not afraid of being uncomfortable. But really what I needed to do was put myself in a situation where, you know what, you're gonna have to be a beginner. You're gonna have to get embarrassed. You're gonna have to, you know, get really uncomfortable. So I still am really uncomfortable, but I've gotten a lot better about being uh, a little less, um, letting my ego get in the way a little less. Yeah. So anyway, with that said, the one thing that I think that I still need to work on is I need to utilize HealthSource more. So I often hear about people who are calling corporate or texting or emailing or things like that. I do not utilize HealthSource corporate the way I should. So. Um, that's something that I want to work on in 2021 is just being um, a little more uh, conversational and I don't know what I don't know. So until I ask a question, I'm not going to get corrected and I'm not going to get the help that I need. So um, that would, I, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that I need to continue to work on. Well, and it is social pressure, the, you know, going and joining the mastermind group when you're inside your office and you're the leader of your clinic, there's very few people who are really going to call you out mm -hmm. unless your field expert does it, but still they have to motivate you. They have to try to entice you to make changes. You still yeah. have that ultimate control, but when you're, when you're paying the money and you're going to mastermind and letting your peers start to call you out on some of the things they yeah. see and hold you accountable. Now you, you do that out of social pressure. Like, no, I'm not going to go back and be embarrassed. I'm not going to say I'm going to commit to yeah. something and not do it and not see the results. I want to go back and show them that I have what it takes and I've done the work and I'm doing, you know, so that is yeah. powerful. And it's very timely too, because there was just an email put out this morning about an opportunity for people to join a new mastermind group. And I really, really encourage anybody that's listening to this, and maybe think I don't want to spend you know that time away from my family or spend the money or whatever. Just do it. Don't think about it. Just do it because you're right about that social pressure. And honestly, when I think back to it, so um, 
I'm, I was a high school athlete many, many moons ago, but I, my favorite coach was the one that would get an inch away from your face and just tell, you know what I mean? Just hair, yeah. And, and just tell you like, what are you doing? Like, it, it was the, how I responded best. And I would correct things because I got uncomfortable. So it's yeah. funny that I, I never put two and two together until again, hindsight's twenty twenty. Well, and, and, and like you said, whether it's the tools of HealthSource or the tools of the mastermind group, there's a lot of opportunity for people to take advantage of. It's just, you know, finding out what motivates you and what's the right buttons to push to make you move. It's nothing worse than sitting and complaining and then not doing something about it, but it should yeah. be an investment and you should get a return on the investment. Yes, there's a cost associated with mastermind and with a lot of other things with just being a part of HealthSource. But yeah. there should be an investment and you should make more than what you're putting out into that. You should make two, three, 10 times that investment in return, you know, to make that, that time and that effort and in your money, you know, more. Yeah. Well, and like you said, you get what out of it, what you put into it is essentially what you're just saying. And, you know, whether it's the financial investment or, you know, you had mentioned you can sit and complain or you could take action and that's where the real change takes place. And, you know, I can speak from a place where I can say, you know, that's what I did. I, I, I changed my attitude and it, again, it's been well worth it. Yeah, that's awesome. So tell me a marketing. I always like to have doctors share something marketing wise that's been beneficial because that's a lot of times what, what other doctors like to hear is from each other. It's like, what's a, what's a unique, what's a cool marketing tip or trick or something that you've been able to rely on? So do you have anything that has helped you that you think it would be worth sharing? Um, well, the biggest thing is if people don't know you're here, they're not going to come see you. So you just have to be exposed. And again, listening to previous podcasts, I know that's something that a lot of people hit hard on. Um, so the only thing that may be different that I, I would add to what's been previously said is I've noticed on our social media platforms, um, people are more responsive to the posts that have people in them, patient results. Um, so like if we're doing rock pods on a patient and they got some, some really nice um, bruises from it, people, people love that, they eat it up. Um, same thing with, you know, the, and, and adjustments. I, I never um, did and I would, I really should, uh, no, I'm going to actually, I'm gonna put it on my list to do the compilation video where you're doing all the adjustments because people will sit on TikTok and Instagram and they will watch videos of chiropractors doing these things and it's silly to not take advantage of it. But um, even at Christmas time when we were putting out posts where there were funny team pictures and things like that, people love it. They they like, um, I mean, positivity right now too. So that that plays into it, but those do really well. It's funny you said that. My brother-in-law, who, I mean, he just watches videos occasionally. He gets fatuated with chiropractic adjustment. He's not a chiropractor. He just shares with me and That's sends me some of the crazy yeah. videos that he comes across because now I guess whenever platform is using, yeah. it, it sends him more of what he watches and yeah. he sees the crazy stuff. And I just can't believe people are capitalizing this and they have hundreds of thousands of followers and they do the yeah. craziest, stupidest things. It's like, oh my God. But I think it's actually health source of Tian Hassan. They do um, occasionally the, the rehab team will do uh, TikTok challenges, and those are always really fun too. Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know why we haven't capitalized on that yet either, because again, that's a fun positive thing. 
Well, and some of it is just putting yourself out there or having other team members that are not afraid to put themselves out there. But yeah, as long as it stays, you know, reputable and it stays within what you believe. For sure. Yeah, some of those those videos, I'm like, that it seems just so gimmicky, but whatever. Yeah. We don't want to bash the the uh right, right, right. <laughs> things. Um so all right, last question. What have you done? What do you do? What do you do to keep your fire going, to keep you motivated, to keep you inspired? Um, so I've actually been really motivated by people lately. People meaning my team. Um, they have been so selfless with all the changes that have taken place over the, the last year in the office. Um, sometimes there's a little bit of reluctance, but my team has been all in with me and, and willing to take on the changes. So as I've been growing, it's been really rewarding to reward, reward them in turn. Um, so I, I'm really getting a lot of motiv motivation from that. And actually, I um, am motivated by, by my patients in a way that was taught by Jillian Hunt in somewhere in Texas. I don't know exactly where the office is. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I always forget. Um, but she had actually shared that one of the things that, because you can get bogged down by, it does get mundane, you know, the, the flow of the office, but, um, well, if you let it, I should say. And every week, uh, Tuesday training, we actually each individually have to have a unique patient of the week. So somebody that um, is working really hard or committed to care, and it was really something that was financially difficult or something something positive that you can share so that um, you don't get hung up on, on, you know, maybe some other distractions. So yeah. yeah, I get really motivated because sometimes I'm really surprised by who my team brings to my attention. And I think, oh my gosh, you're right. That does, you know, light me on fire. That's great. You know, so yeah. it's people right now is my big thing. No, that's awesome. I, I, I haven't heard that one, but, but it's a, that would be a good practice because you're right. You get caught up in the day-to-day -day stuff and, yeah. and it does get tough and you forget about the small wins that you're, you're mm -hmm. making in other people's lives. So to, to have other people bring that up, that witness and observe it where you might not, but uh, no, that's cool. Well, yeah. I just want to thank you for joining and, uh, and sharing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's happy to hear. I know this last uh, several months you've grown um, pretty significantly over the, the last you know year when a lot of chiropractic offices, Dr. Tom has been saying their profession has really taken a nosedive business wise and you've mm -hmm. continued to, to grow and persevere through this. So, um, well, and, and Erie's a, it's a tough demographic too. Oh, yeah. you know? Tell me about it. Girl, yeah. thick skin's an understatement. <laughs> no no that's awesome but i look forward to what this year uh has to bring for you and uh and uh, i want to say just again thanks for sure i am happy right. to do it thanks Grace. all right talk to you soon thanks again for listening if you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest please feel free to email me dr brady schuyler at bschuyler at healthsourcechiro.com